Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here at Hemp and Holler in Kentucky. And we're out in the farm here, and uh, we're getting geared up to have a little festival about hemp. And I'm having a little conversation with Alicia Wa, and uh, we're going to be talking about making paper out of hemp. This is what she does. How are you doing today? Um, very well, thanks. Okay, thanks for well, good. Me on. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about making paper. Uh, how long ago did you start doing this? A little over five years, in early 2012, I started learning the art of paper making. And since then, I've continued making hemp paper, so my focus has always been with hemp. So all the paper I've made is with hemp, and um, you know, I've been doing a lot of experimenting along the way, just developing different methods, creating different types of paper, and textures and it's really really exciting because when I started all the fiber I was sourcing was uh, it was from other countries it's from Canada China Europe and then once the farm bill legalized hemp farming in, in states that passed their own legislation that opened up the door for me to make paper with hemp that was grown in the United States okay so can you walk us through the process of just getting the, the fiber, from getting the fiber, and what do you, what do you have to do? Well, um, yeah, you know, it's um, really important to source good quality fiber, and the fiber will play a really important role in the quality of the paper. So, you know, of course, that starts with the farmer. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different methods to process the the fiber depending on how you want the finished product but you know the, the basic the basic thing is to ret the fiber in some way and there's three main ways to do that which is either field retting water retting or steaming and this will help loosen the bark so it it makes it easier to uh remove or separate the bass fiber from the herd which is the inner woody core of the stock mm -hmm. and so you could you could leave it whole if you want. That's going to re result in a higher herd content paper, which will lessen the strength of the of the finished paper. But it does add a nice texture to it. Um, so you know you can either separate the fiber from the herd or leave it whole, and then you want to cook it in alkaline or use another method. People are developing other methods to basically remove the lignins, which is what sort of binds the cellulose together. It, gives the plant protection against the elements, against disease, but it also, it's like a, a gum, gluey substance that will make it harder to free the bonds of the cellulose to pulp it. 
for the paper making process. So once the lignans are removed, you want to rinse it really well. And then you want to beat them, which can be done in a Hollander style beater, or you can do it by hand, just using pieces of, of scrap wood or, or um, mallets or meat tenderizers. And um, that's going to take a little much longer, you know, and, and some human strength. But uh, after you've beaten the fibers into a pulp, you will put it in a, in a container with water, water it down a little, and then use a, what's called a mold and duckle, which is the tool of the paper maker that forms sheets. And then you form your sheets, and then you want to press some of, the, some of that water out, which will lessen the drying time. It'll also help strengthen the bonds of the cellulose and the paper so it'll be stronger. Um, and then dry it, and there's different ways you can dry it also. Okay. And so... What do you use the paper for yourself, or do you do it for some other people? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, I, I've used it to print artwork on and make notebooks, and I've done custom orders for people printing on it, doing posters for a music festival, doing uh, notebooks. And, uh, I'm very open to doing custom projects for people, and okay. it's exciting because mm -hmm. it kind of gets me creating new things and doing things I otherwise uh, wouldn't do. But right now I'm basically just making the paper and selling it to other artists or, or doing those posters. Okay. All right. So uh, what's the most exciting thing about the, the hemp paper for you? Well, um, lately it's been really, really exciting and fun to experiment with different methods of processing the fibers and sourcing from different <laughs> farmers which just creates a whole variety or variety of paper like the paper i made recently with the west virginia fibers from their first crop that grown um, last year in over 60 years legally they hadn't read the fibers so i had to figure out a way to process it and um, i've been really interested in different eastern styles of paper making and kind of using methods and I'm learning from um, from Asia, Japan, China to to create just different ways to make to process the hemp and um, yeah just to make better higher quality paper. Okay good you had mentioned uh, uh, twice already reading can you explain to our audience what redding is? Uh, well, it comes from the word rotting, so essentially it's starting the process of just the fibers breaking down, and that is through, I guess with field redding, the bacteria starts to eat the lignans, and um, so it's softening the fibers and, and just making them easier to work with. Okay, so it's a process of just natural rotting to a certain extent, right? Right, you definitely want to monitor the hemp, and um, Mike Lewis has been doing a lot of experimenting with both field and and uh, water redding. So you don't want to red it for too long, because then that can result in just really weak fibers. So there's this balance of time and monitoring the, the hemp to make sure it hasn't been redding for too long or too little. And okay. a lot of that will depend on the weather. So you have customers right now that, that that will buy your paper? Yeah, and I I'm 
working on expanding my online store. I do have an Etsy store. It's Artisan Hemp. And I have a website, artisanhemp.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and all of that. And I sell at different festivals and things like that. But really, right now, the best way to purchase the paper is to contact me directly or go to the to the Etsy store. But I'm... This has been like many years of research and development, so I'm at the stage where you know develop systems and processes to create more consistency and, and quality of the products. I want to make sure that it's the, the highest quality paper. Okay. Well, that's good. So tomorrow you're going to be uh, doing some paper making right here at Hemp and Holler, correct? Yes, sir. I'll be teaching uh, the art of hemp paper making here. Uh, from 12 to 4 p.m. Okay, well, great. Well, thank you very much for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution. Thank you so much, Coach Freddie. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the IHAMP Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution?